You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What he did with the Cowboys defense, save for the last game, really impressive this year, but so much of this is about leadership it is about pairing a first-time GM with a veteran head coach. That is what Washington gets. Now, the Cowboys have an opening at defensive coordinator. I would also expect, as colleague Steve Weish mentioned, Joe Witt to go with Dan Quinn as the defensive coordinator. He's currently Cowboys' secondary coach, but now a new opening in Dallas as well. How would you feel, Washington? Ugh, all caps. Utterly unenthused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> under all, all U words. Underwhelmed. If that's another, a word. Another. It is. <laughs> all, all U words. All the U words are coming out. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog. That is Ian Rappaport. The final NFL head coaching vacancy has been filled. Washington gets Dan Quinn. <laughs> how about also other than the last game? How was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? I mean, other than, other than the last game, right. the two seed in the playoffs, they get absolutely stomped by a seven that had never won a playoff game. Uh, how about that defense? On the line now, the host of BetQL Daily, Odyssey Sports betting insider Joe Ostrowski. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app, and be sure to check out the BetQL Daily podcast for more of Joe's analysis. Just search BetQL wherever you find your podcasts. Was there any betting uh, in your realm joe on the coaching vacancies like is that something you get action on not recently no i i didn't do anything personally i was just following along with the markets and uh they seemed a little slow at what was going on uh like the movement with belichick but i ask you guys after seeing this this last hire the cycle's over is sean mcdermott the the best defensive minded at least with that background coaching the nfl he has to be right like it's not a long list well, um, I don't know. Like, McDonald, off to Seattle, seems to be everybody's new uh, crush. Right. So, and I agree with Seattle that to see, you take McDonald over Quinn, right? That seem, seems like, I like that what too. it came down to. Yeah. I just would be, like, you might have heard us talking. I would, if I'm Washington, a Washington fan, be like, oh, great. Sure. Perfect. I want to pair my rookie GM, who I think came from basketball, with Dan Quinn. Like, who's in charge? I would have who's in charge questions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm and, not, I'm, I and I'm drafting a rookie quarterback, and yeah, like I mean, what? I, Maybe it's not not, oh, not Washington. Yes, yeah, not where you want to be starting with. Uh, I, I would say not ideal, but yeah, I mean, it, it, but yeah, McDonald is. Um, yeah, everybody's excited about that, and he smashed in Baltimore. But we don't know what kind of head coach he's going to be. So as as far as guys that have the job currently, like I don't know who's proven more than McDermott. I mean his his record is excellent. I mean we know what the playoffs have looked like um, at at the end here. They've also won playoff games every year except for the first year they made it in nineteen. 
right? They've managed to win at least a game. Um, you know, part of that is because they've had to play that first game and never had the one and got the bye. But nonetheless, um, yeah, he might be at the top of the heap of, of that group just on, you know, standing alone right now. With Tomlin, I guess. It's in this cycle, it feels like maybe because of what happened this year, I don't know if it's an overreaction, but teams aren't as hesitant as they were, I'd say, in the last few years to go with a defensive minded coach. I think Campbell not having any play calling experience at all, D'Amico mm-hmm. Ryan's success in Houston probably play a, a part in that. Right, like get just get mm-hmm. the right guy, and yeah, if I've got to replace an offensive coordinator every couple of years because we hit it and, it and it goes really well, and that guy just grows out of the job, uh, so be it. But let's make sure we get this nailed down. I think Campbell is probably the poster on the poster for that I, I, process. I think also, I think it's just sort of a little bit how the dominoes fell. Like you had every team has turned over offensive coordinator in two years, so you have what some of these guys will not have much experience. You know, what happened with Biennemi, who was always a name in searches, and then he just sort of got washed out with Washington. Um, and Ben Johnson said no, right? Yeah. Like, he gets hired if he right. wants to be. So, um, but Isn't it, that the most shocking part? Ben Johnson doesn't have a job. Belichick doesn't have a job. Mike Vrabel doesn't have a job. Right. Well, Johnson has a job. He kept his job. But, right. yeah, he didn't get right. head coaching. Yeah. But he, by his choice, I don't know what Vrabel and Belichick were doing, um, <laughs> you know, how hard they were leaning into wanting a job. Um, Vrabel is more stunning to me than Belichick, right. I, I would say. Like, he's proven good. Belichick isn't not proven good, but just with his age and recent right. recent lack of success. It's a Band-Aid. Yeah. Well, Joe, uh, the Super Bowl is still more than a week away, but... Always fun to talk props and just trends with this game. Um, since anyway, like the dust settled after the matchup was set, I haven't seen too much in the way of movement here. How would you read like Super Bowl lines? Is this still something where you might expect a move toward Kansas City? It's San Francisco minus two as I look at it now. Well, yeah. So there has been movement. Maybe you know, in in my world, I think it's a bigger deal than it is, but. So Sunday night, championships uh, night, they posted at two and a half, San Francisco minus two and a half. And there was just so many people that were surprised by that. And for, I'd say, a period of 48 hours, I couldn't find a soul that would say, I'm taking San Francisco, no doubt about it. Everybody was on Kansas City. It felt like, obviously, the early public money for sure, and that's going to continue on the KC side. And then early, sharpish money on the KC side as well, because I couldn't hear anybody saying San Francisco is a side. And I get that. Like You're betting on Mahomes over Purdy. Coaching-wise, you would you would go with Reed. How about the D.C. coaching as well with the Chiefs and what that passing defense has been able to do? Like You seem to have advantages across the board. And for me early on, it just comes down to what are you valuing more? Are you valuing our current form uh, the guy that you don't want to go against in that big moment in Mahomes, or are you valuing the larger sample but not as important of the regular season? Because throughout the entire year, San Francisco was pretty much favored to be your Super Bowl champion. And over the last few days, some of these big money bets that have been publicized out in Vegas say six, seven-figure bets. It's been San Francisco money line, 100K here on San Francisco. So the feeling now is that, okay, some of the more respected money, the larger money, is on the San Francisco side. 
it, it came down to one. And now, sitting here on the first Thursday, some spots have gone back to two and a half. So I, I think there's going to be that battle over the next 10, 10 days, and it's going to stay under that field goal. How do you feel about it right now? It's really hard to go against Kansas City. Here we go. Well, Remember last week's it's, conversation? It's, <laughs> that That's where I'm at right now. It is really difficult. I want to make my strong case for San Francisco, but there's, they really struggled against teams that they were not supposed to struggle against. And the defense is not trending in, in the right direction as far as I'm concerned. And in recent memory, we've seen a four-interception Purdy game. Going going up against Spags. So that's the dicey part. That's mm-hmm. where I'm at. And for the first time in his career, it is now the third straight game that Patrick Mahomes is an underdog. And I'm a little surprised because after those first couple days, it's like, boy, boy, with all the momentum, this thing might just go down to a pick and then And then we got that pushback. I loved the Ravens last week. I think I love the Niners here. Love them. Okay. I, I just like, well, I mean, how, how am I doing? But uh, <laughs> I, I just, how many times are we going to do this? I, I, I just want Mahomes I, against him again. Since I'm not betting real money, like yeah. I mean, I, I'm sort of imaginarily martingaling it. Oh, I lost. Okay, I'm back. I am back, <laughs> San Fran. Because uh, now everybody's going to make that the point you said is just prevalent. How Mahomes is an underdog, right? I mean, his record just is amazing. But um, th- I like how San Francisco feels from a betting standpoint because they have held up as a favorite, at least so far. I feel like that because it's sort of knee-jerk to the Chiefs with also how the Niners have looked. All, all those kinds of things make me think San Francisco is the right side. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're right, again. but it's also it's just it's difficult. Uh, let's update that number. 10-1-1 against the spread as an underdog for Mahomes. 10-1-1 straight up. 9-3. <laughs> When he's an underdog in a game. Yeah. The losses to the Bills, which we're all celebrating around here every day. We're, we're celebrating uh-huh. the Bills one time beating Mahomes when they were favored right. to beat them and they covered. Now, the, the number is obviously much lower than it was the, the other two games. But the Niners have won, but they haven't covered either of those, right? They, they nope. Those games were both closer. They were like seven-point favorites in both of those games, weren't they? Close Correct. to it? Yeah. Correct. Yep. Exactly what happened. And Dan Campbell did Dan Campbell things <laughs> last Sunday. But yeah, no, it it's been disappointing. Like if you're a numbers guy, San Francisco's been the team all year, and now they've looked a, a bit vulnerable over these uh, over these last couple of games. And and also people are down on Wilkes too. So you got Mahomes against Wilkes, uh, that whole angle. So yeah, but it, it's what do you value more, the larger sample size or the more recent smaller sample size? And with that, you get the best quarterback. With Joe Ostrowski here on WGR, uh, is there MVP value? Bulldog, you back to Bosa for this game four <laughs> years later? Is there, I mean, yeah. it's it's Mahomes, obviously, this would be three if he wins MVP. That's pretty yeah. high company. Um, Kelsey, maybe, with the playoff he's had, he's got to be live for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think, I don't know, Joe, does this hold water for you? With Mahomes winning last year, the MVP I'm talking about, mm-hmm. I think maybe it's easier to vote for someone else if the Chiefs have a game like they had. Like, Kelsey would have won the MVP Sunday, right? I mean, he would have won. If that were the, if that were the Super Bowl, he would have won for, for that performance. What about the San Francisco game? Uh, who would be the MVP? McCaffrey? I think McCaffrey. I think. And he would be 
I don't know if he's the favorite over Purdy. Quarterbacks win this, but he's definitely. I don't know if there's value in McCaffrey. Do you think so? So McCaffrey is the third favorite. It's the interesting part to me is the favorite for the Super Bowl MVP. Of course, it's Mahomes, but it's the quarterback that's the underdog in this game. Right. It's you know plus one twenty five right. BetMGM. Right. right? Uh, the second favorite is the quarterback of the favorite. Um, in Purdy at plus two twenty, I know there was a a monster bet. I believe it was yesterday. Someone bet two hundred thousand on Purdy to be the Super Bowl MVP. Wow. But if I'm choosing on the San Francisco side, and by the way, I don't know if I mentioned it last week. I have I have a Bosa bet in from a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. at one hundred to one. So nice. Yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking eh, we'll see. Probably wasted money, but you know, McCaffrey's odds are double Purdy. And with the touchdown records, and he's going to be the offensive player of the year. Like it's tough. He just gets two touchdowns per game for a living. Like I think of the stat line that Purdy would have to get to to win that award. I don't think the voters want to give it to Purdy. So I, and, I if I, if I'm choosing, I just go with CMC all all day. I love that, and the matchup's great. The Ravens don't know this, but the the matchup, uh, you know, running the ball yes. against them is great. Right. So right. I like yeah. it. And, you know, on the Kelsey thing, what I find to be an interesting angle, and his numbers come down a little bit. It was uh, twenty to one after the game. Highest I see is seventeen to one. I I hate it too. If you're thinking I'm sick of it, I hate it too. But twenty percent of the vote is fans. Is he not running away with that portion, no I, matter what? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That that how long has it been? Has it always been that way? I think that's recent. Okay. Wow. And he's seventeen to one. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And he's had an amazing playoffs, which is right. going to be on people. Of course. Well. And and yeah. I mean, I don't know how. Are, are you are you making a connection here because he's got a famous girlfriend and those fans might be inclined to vote for him for that? Like, how likely are ta- well <laughs> those votes well, are in? I, I know, but how <laughs> are Taylor Swift fans like getting online and voting for the MVP of the Super Bowl? Oh, like, they are like, so online. Like you would or I would. Like I, I don't know. Like may, maybe maybe they are. Um, then, yeah. then that's then yeah, that's a lot. I mean, they are right now <laughs> building structures where these people are getting together to talk about how to do it and just what <laughs> what's our coordinated efforts. I, I think yes. Well, you know, we had the exact same question. Are they are they going online and doing this? They're talking about this on the show, and it's like. Yes, they are. It's Chiefs lose the game. They're voting for Kelsey. They don't care. You right. know who's not voting for this? Us. Right. I didn't even the guys know you that are there could no matter it. what. I, yeah, I never. I. This is the first <laughs> time I've ever heard that there's a fan element to the Super Bowl MVP yes. voting. Uh, me too. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I remember when Trubisky won the Nickelodeon. A VP for that playoff uh, game against the Saints. Can't take it away so. from him, Joe, as much as you want to <laughs> <Never>. try. <laughs> it's on Pro Football Reference. If you look him up, yes. it's going to say MVP winner. It does. So are there any uh, are there any other at this, you know, recognizing the game is still more than a week out. Uh, we were talking with uh, with our bud Trista Crick uh, earlier this week. Like the prop stuff, like, you know, player stats, that there can be value because that might increase as the week, as the game creeps closer. Is there anything that you're noticing now that looks like value that you might want to get on that is likely to change between now and, like, next Friday? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, let's. We were just talking about Kelsey. And his chances for an MVP right now, the receiving yards for Kelsey is at 69 and a half. And the role that he's been on, we just saw a 116 game from him, that two touchdown game that you guys remember, 75 there. I uh, had 71 against Miami. 
he, he's Mahomes is going to the guys that he trusts. It's Rice and it's Kelsey. And so I think next week, that's probably mid-70s is my guess mm-hmm. as we get closer to it. So over 69 and a half. I like that. I was surprised after uh, the big NFC Championship game that he had to see that Debo for an anytime touchdown via the air or ground is plus 175. That, that screams value uh, to me. Most red zone targets on the team this season, more than McCaffrey, possibility of a rush down there. So Debo, I thought that, that was pretty good. That number is probably going to come down. I don't understand why Ayuk has a shorter number than that. So plus 175. Um that was a pretty good number mm-hmm. to me. Uh, you know, both sides, the rushing is going to be really interesting because both teams have a weak rushing defense. Yes. Uh, I, I could see Pacheco. He's minus 125 for an anytime touchdown. That's a good look. And two days ago when I checked, it was 67.5 for Pacheco in rushing yards. And, you know, there's that possibility. Maybe KC is playing from out in, out in front. Uh, Purdy's been getting a lot of rush attempts lately. And that was set at two and a half or plus money at three and a half. Uh, that, that's something else that stood out. I also like the idea of Kittle, who has huge games yes. now and then, and like just sort of the personal quote rivalry with Kelsey. Like, I'm here too. I, I block a lot more than you do. Um, I'm not saying it's, you know, sort of confrontational or anything like that, but he's a, he's a great player. I, I wrote down Kittle too, and his number's only 46 and a half, I guess because people are scared to go against Kansas City. But, yeah, I mean, he's had some monster games recently. And, you know, I was looking at the possibility. Like, what if it's an awful Purdy game and KC, I don't know, runs away with it, but they're up by multiple scores. I was looking at the garbage time games with San Fran. Monster for Kittle. Really? Cincinnati, 9 for 149. Baltimore, 7 for 126. Yeah, he's, mm. he's had some big games. Interesting. Joe, thank you. Fun as always. Thanks, guys. Can't wait to talk next week. Uh, Get to break down even more of these. Let's go. Joe Ostrowski, the host of BetQL Daily, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. For the time being, we will transition to the draft and talk some rookies. Cody Carpentier, player profiler, will join us in just over 15 minutes. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 